Nigga, we gotta start the podcast. Oh my god, I'm trying to. You Bro, you like, do this every no, single no, time. No, 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 don't you put that. Don't you put that on me. I hate that. Oh my god, let's start the podcast. Where did you slip up in my tub, girl? It's just that when I drink, sometimes I get a little crazy. Prepare to wet your whistle, Marcus. When I get a I like the way you move. Dun, dun, dun. I, I like the way you move. I like the way. Hey, I like the way. Oh, okay. That was very aggressive. I wasn't expecting that. Hello, whiners. It is your girl, Nia Via. Boy, Mikey Box. Do you actually because I'm nasty? Or criminally insane. Also, if anybody has, you know, a boyfriend on their wish list for, uh, what's that holiday coming up? Um, Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day, um, I'm offering mine, buy one, get one half off. (laughs) The dog comes included. He is the half that I'm talking about. So if anyone is- You wanted to have dogs. There you go. If you need some, you know, he will open the door for you. He will even make a plate. He'll be the perfect gentleman all the way up until it's time to commit. No, I'm kidding. But (laughs) um, it is very nice to see you all again. Um, You know, we're here with a- our short episode, you know, so if you were here to look for the mess, tune in next week. I mean, we still got mess. I mean, it's just not, you know, structured, you know, mess. It's well, just a mess. I mean, it's all structured. It's just, you know, one is a little bit more spicy than the other. We try to be balanced. I think that's what, you know, what is it? The intersectionality of Black people, right? We can be lit. And right, we can be serious, and a lot of the times at the same damn time. So, um, shout out to us for being so amazing. So, yeah, shout out to us. But, um, right? we had a new week though. How have you been since last time we spoke to the people? Um, I'm not gonna lie to the whiners, your girl is tired as hell. Yeah, they like that's news to them. We come in every single week and say that. No, because I say I'm excited, I'm happy, like I'm full of energy, and then oh, so sometimes. Said, oh yeah, no, you're the majority grumpy one, so you're gonna have to hold it down in terms of excitement department. I'm usually very happy and excited to start recording with mm-hmm. for our whiners, and you know you're usually here. You show up, yeah, you know, carry. You, you it's, it's tiring to carry the show. You know what I mean, like you're not just you know. So whiners on our Instagram, we did a poll saying who <laughs> drops the most facts on our podcast and would you like to know who won obviously because y'all have sense so (laughs) we are so happy that you're here for my podcast the wine night (laughs) um and here oh so i can quit finally absolutely not (laughs) i just want you to recognize who's better you know what i'm saying so if this was which winer can bounce the ball better you got that truly you do what if you ask people who's better, you know, Tom Brady or Michael Jordan right now? People say Tom Brady don't mean it's true. Those people are criminally insane. Case in point, your fans. <laughs> My fans are 
the most educated. I definitely went through all of them. <laughs> most of them have at least two degrees. So let's start there. Oh, know? so it sounds like it's your friends. Is that what happened? It sounds like it's your friends. No, and some of them were yours. <laughs> so that's what makes it even more fun. And I told you, I don't really have any more friends. All, any friends that we both have now are your friends. No, but some of these were specifically your friends. So if you got beef, you truly <laughs> should take it up with them. <laughs> truly. Um, but yeah, we're excited to be here with you all. Even though I'm tired, I'm here, I'm ready to go. Hopefully Mikey Barks with three X's because he's crazy is ready to go as well. All right, we'll get ready to it. You know, why not? I ain't got shit else to do. All right, so I was on um, Instagram. And I uh, I saw this thread and it was talking about people getting snug from the Golden Globes. Right. Um, and I thought, hmm, let me be different. Actually, talk about what's going on in the world. Right. Apparently, that's what people like. So I'm gonna go over some people that <laughs> some uh, some names that uh, that might be familiar to people. Michaela, um, is it Cole or Cole? That's a great question. Okay. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I was hoping you would know, but um, but yeah. I know people by the characters that they play, mm. right? So if you hit me with like a Coach Boone, I know it's like immediately that's Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you said, "Oh, Tina Turner walked through the door," I know immediately that's Angela Bassett, right? You feel what I'm saying? Like if you say Black Panther, I know who you're talking <laughs> about. So if you want me to remember your real name I'm gonna have to love you in whatever you're doing right and it takes me a little bit of time to care about what your real name is now no shade no shade I just love whoever you're playing and that's no, like Willie Gilbert I, I can't tell you what her girl was jo- oh, Jasmine yeah, guy that's right she's like I'm telling you this time around I'll be watching this what's show. Dwayne's real name oh Dean Hardison. Oh, see that's so great because they'll always be Dwayne. Dwayne. I always do that. So I'm sorry if I ever see y'all like. But I mean, I think some people just kind of understand the fact that like they will always be Carlton. They'll always be Dwayne. I hope so, because if not, sucks to suck. Because <laughs> they're not calling you your name. <laughs> well, but yeah, back to what we talked about. So some people that you may uh, recognize or remember these names, and that would be that was snubbed from the Golden Globe. So Michaela, I'm going to go with Coel. Okay. That's what it looks like phonetically. Um, for her show, I May Destroy You. That she only accent, but I also. Oh, was... Chewing Gum. Yes, I know her. Okay, sure. Yes, yes. Michaela. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, um, she. So, I, from what I understand, is she created show and accent that show. Yes. So, yes. Dually talented. Yes. And I'm not going to say dually, I don't know what else she's talented as well. So, they might be triple the talent. Well, know. she writes on the show too. So, I think she directed a few episodes as well. So, you know, Shorty's getting the bag. Clearly talented. And she owns her work. Like, she owns her work. I don't know about chewing gum, but I believe everything else, she yeah. owns that. Yeah, and like, I I never watched these things. I, um, just to be honest with you, I mean, as much like, I, I don't really, with the streaming services is on, I don't really go on those that much. And it's, I don't really know the show, so I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like. It was I, H, I think it's HBO yeah, Max. I don't really watch HBO Max shows, so I, I don't know. That's fair. They're a little dark. <laughs> but it's, it's like everybody's on like drugs and um yeah these two people it die was, <laughs> we're gonna move on you're right you're right <laughs> what i'm saying is she she uh was snuck from the golden globes um 
Journey Smollett. Smollett? Yes, Miss Smollett. I do I do know her name. And uh Jonathan Majors. Yes. If you don't know who those people are, they Issa are Issa Ray. Okay. Zendaya. Okay. These are all individuals who you know, right, gonna, am I leading or are you leading? I'm just, you ask me to lead. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, you got it, but I just wanted to add a couple names in there. I, I, I see your notes, you know, off camera, and I just wanted to add a couple people okay. that right. should well, be so in there. So if you saw my notes, you would know that I wasn't done yet. So you're right. probably going to win. Bridgerton, but, sorry. Okay. <laughs> just putting that out there. Who is produced by, what's her name? Um, Shonda Rhimes. Yes. yes. There you go. But the black characters in there, none of them got, um, you know, Acknowledge, but yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I, I was just saying because I didn't know that. Like, yeah. Was, mm-hmm. Is she white or black? Shonda, Shonda Rhimes is black. Um. You'd never know because all her love interests are like white in the shows. But you know, it's a different conversation, a different time. <laughs> but um. But hey, you know. So uh, it's like I said, Journey Smollett and uh, Jonathan Majors. If you don't know, that is I can't remember the names of Lovecraft Country, but it uh, but it's the leading uh, male and female characters. Yeah. Letty and Tick. Tick, yes. Le- um, I told you, I don't know. <laughs> Letty and Tick. And also, this one you can argue if it's a snub or not, but from what I understand, the show is still going strong. Sterling K. Brown. Um, <coughs> I don't I don't watch the show. Another show that's just too depressing for me. I don't watch it. This is Us series? Yeah, so okay. This Is Us. From This Is Us um, thing, um, was snubbed as well. And to kind of move off from Black people as well, Sandra O oh for... Um, Oh, was snubbed as well. Really? So, so it's not even just, I don't want to say, you know, this is a, a I mean, it is Black History Month. Yeah, it's a Black Century I mean, shout out to Sandra. But. Yeah, it's a Black Century <laughs> podcast, but I also want to just, you know, we are, we have friends who are also people of color. And, I understand that, and I will recognize them in, what day is it? February <laughs> <laughs> 29th. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was, and also like you said, all those other names that were, uh, that were snubbed, right? So, um, so that being said, I know you follow a lot more of the stuff than I do. What would, I don't know if you care about award shows and things like that, and we'll get into award shows and things like that in a second, but thoughts on hearing these names getting stuck? Um, sad and not surprised, but I feel like that is the theme for a lot of black individuals who work or live just live. <laughs> Individuals who live, right? Like the things that happen to us is saddening, but it's not surprising, right? Like a couple of years ago, we had Oscar So White. I'm very interested in hearing what the creative name will will make for <laughs> for the Golden Globes in in terms of them snubbing us. Um, but I'm not surprised at all. Those all all of those people truly have such like. Um, such a hand in the work and the creation that goes into that work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, most, if not all of those people that we name have done more than just acting for those shows. Um, and they continue to just kind of keep getting looked over like over and over and over again. And it sucks because all of those were like amazing performances. I didn't see Michaela's. I, I meant to the I May Destroy You. It did look a little dark and your girl already depressed. So it is very hard <laughs> to like to, yeah, to the get. the topic was something I don't like. Uh, I didn't know what the topic was. What I understand is it's about like sexual assault and things like that. That's that was the, what made it. That's the, what the vibe I got. But again, I wasn't sure since I didn't watch it. From what I read, it was like, it was a very, like that is a very central theme and it's about sexual assault and also I believe coming back from it and you know just oh so you should definitely watch it I think um 
No, not because I think you're a sexual assaulter. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Let me back up. Mikey barks is a lot of things, but not a, not a, he, I, I can attest that this man asked me for consent at least 20 times <laughs> the first time we, we met up with each other. So that's not what I'm worried about. I'm, I'm talking about, I think, just for men in general, right? Those type of topics are extremely important for them to watch, especially when it's led by women. Yes. Um, because I think a lot of the times when we talk about sexual assault, it is through the lens of men and they get it wrong more than they get it right. And that's frustrating because we have these compelling stories, right? Mm -hmm. um, and our stories vary. And a lot of times when it comes to sexual assault in particular, it's not it's not well done for the for the female identifying character in those situations. So mm -hmm. I think, especially for that, all men should be watching anything that is surrounding those topics, right? That are very uncomfortable for them, right? Um, cause it's a learning experience. She's going to be able to tell you a lot of things that women are most likely experiencing and what that comeback looks like. Cause even the comeback is important, right? How do you support people in those moments? Right. It's not a get over. It's not, I'm your friend and, but I'm not really going to do much or whatever the case may be. Um, so I would say watch it anyway. Not that again, Mikey Barks is not a sexual assault. <laughs> Let me put that out there. Right. Again, um, yeah, yeah, like it's that's not how that goes, right? Sorry again, y'all. Curse decided he's making an appearance uh, for the second podcast in a row, <laughs> but um, again, I'm not surprised, I'm just sad because some of these performances that I've seen truly have moved me. Like, all of Lovecraft Country has moved me in so many different ways, and not just um, Sojourner, uh, a journey, Smollett. But the person who played Ruby on there, she was an amazing character in Lovecraft Country. Yes. Um, the person who played the uncle, I never remember his name, but he's always in everything. It's amazing. Oh, Michael K. Williams. Yes. That was another one people brought up. I wasn't going to say that one because he wasn't I a am. character. I don't care, but, uh, but he had, I mean, but the, he made me feel, the mother who was on there, the mom who played um, his wife, all of these people, truly, almost, they, I mean, the, the dad. No, you were talking about the dad, I'm talking about the uncle. You know, there's the guy with the oh, scar yes, on his yes, face, yes. right? Uh, and even he, I mean, he, I think he plays um, roles that people wouldn't care for to see in the black community so well, if that makes and sense. Then, and to so well. Be very, very, very specific and clear about that. Like, I think it's dope that he takes on so many roles playing a gay man or mm -hmm. bisexual. I don't know which, how he would identify in that show, mm -hmm. right? But, um, it's important because it talks about somebody's story, whether it's in present day in the wire or it's mm -hmm. in past times when we act like queer people didn't exist in the 50s, 40s, whatever the case may be. So right. it's like it's it's powerful for the culture. Um, and I think what hurts the most is when you when you think about these people that were snubbing, right? Guys, don't be putting that we shouldn't hear. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no. no, you're right. You're right. I, have, I, just I ain't got no problem. I, I need to stop internalizing what other people were doing. Um, I, I was talking about my job to somebody one day. I need to stop and turn around what my job is doing. I didn't decide that. But um, but when you talk, so when you think about Michael K. Williams, right? Again, that's the um, dude in, uh, that has the scar. That's the that's Tick's father in um, Lovecraft Country, right? Um, and when you think about Michaela, right? 
These are people that are speaking to a story that is constantly marginalized. So it's bigger than just acting performance. It's the impact you have on the world. Right. And you're saying they can't. From what I see, even get nominations. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what is the criteria? You know, like, and why is right. <laughs> so the first thing I wanna um, I wanna get to is it's more of a rhetorical question, but I'm gonna ask him to say it in question form. Were they? And when I say they, is white America. Remember, Lovecraft Country was coming out in a time when the world was on fire. And everybody was just social justice and up in arms because of um, people that were being killed in the street. Um, and, you know, and, and Trump was, you know, still in office. That sounds, wow, that seems like a long time ago, but it wasn't. Isn't but, it, uh, I mean, side note, isn't it so amazing, one, to not hear his tweets or him anymore? It's been two weeks. And it's been <laughs> the comment. Like, you remember what it was like to not think of what the president was doing today? It's a great. Let the president, president. Yeah, I, like I trust that he's doing his job, and I'm gonna let him do that. But um, but yeah. So like, remember if you remember. Like, Still looking for my Sydney though, but it's a group. But um, so if we go back to that time. Let's go back to summer of 2020, right? Think about where you were mentally, where the world was at that time, right? And this is when a time where it felt like, well, it's clear that white America was listening. You know, we had so much stuff, like whether it was the NBA or whether it was every single commercial was black empowerment, all these different things. And the time comes to actually put action to words and we don't. We don't even give these people nominations. They don't. Yes, they don't. They don't even give these people nominations. So it's like, were they even really listening? No, but we knew that they weren't. Cause they never really do, right? Um, and honestly, unfortunately, for corporations like this that put these, you know, extravagant uh, award shows on, right? They only happen once a year. So by the time all the world started to burn, Golden Globes already had their award show, right? So they don't have to answer to it, right? So now that everything is kind of calming down in terms of social justice and you know all what those. What do you mean? Like it's it's now. So I don't understand what you're saying. Like you were saying, by the time the Golden Globes already had this show. Uh, so, okay. So when Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, um, there was a few others, unfortunately, I, my mind is blanking, right? So when, at least for Black people, when we were up in arms, that wasn't until April, May, right? That Golden Globes has already happened. Oscars has already happened. You know, I'm talking so, about this time around. So, and that's what I'm saying, right? Uh, so they didn't have to answer to those things, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Because the world has calmed down. So I don't know if they were just like, maybe they won't notice, right? Every year. It's like, <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. They won't notice. And it's like, no, we, we, we. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't have, what I was saying is they didn't have to answer for it when the world was on fire. And now that things have calmed down, I'm going to assume they thought, oh, it's going to be fine, right? Because some of the things that were mentioned, I'm going to probably, as you're talking, look up some of the the shows that were nominated and some of the movies that were nominated. Um, and the ones that I was able to quickly see, because before I could only see red, um, <laughs> I was like, I'm not impressed. Like truly not impressed with- White mediocrity at the Yeah, because some of the shows were, I think were great, right? But I don't know if they, I, I feel like we have to stop pretending about the cultural impact that bodies of work now have, right? If you can go from 
getting, leaving, right, one network, getting on Netflix, creating a show, getting that show to be the most watched show in Netflix history. What show are you talking about? I'm talking about Bridgerton, right? Okay. Like, because of the acting, because of the writing, because of the producers, because of the X, Y, and Z, right? Why are why are you not getting like there there should be no reason, right? Like uh even for um some of these other shows, like I know Issa Rae was also snubbed. Anytime Issa puts out anything, everybody's all on it, especially insecure. If insecure is on, we're watching it, it is culturally impacting and makes you know a, a difference. Not to say that every single black anything should be, you know revered but we have to stop acting like we're just putting out shit and it doesn't matter these things are literally moving and influencing culture and yet for some strange reason well not it's no strange reason i know what the strange reason is but um yeah, they continue to just get looked over and i think until we are just like i'm tired of watching that shit then will they recognize and be willing to recognize our people but to be honest with you i haven't watched an oscar a Glo golden globe uh, this or that and i very even sometimes the ones that are supposed to <laughs> supposed to be fubu for us by us some of y'all don't watch either because you know, this shit is rigged and I, there's no authenticity in it and, it and it definitely shows. You can tell which companies pay to get their shit to be acknowledged versus going off of like what is art and what is moving the culture, what has a cultural impact. Um, and Zendaya, I mean, shit, if you don't, even if you don't like any of those, because it's very black focused, like Zendaya got mad people in, in, in Euphoria, and I'm like, y'all just gonna skip over. I mean, niggas was out here, excuse me, I'm trying not to say that word as much, but people was really out here um, losing their minds at the end of that when that went off. When Shorty had her little I'm episode, sure a couple Yeah, listen, there's a lot of people are truly out here that are like, no, Zendaya is like becoming Oscar worthy, right? Like her performances are growing and it's strong and it's showing, right? Because um, I think uh, the movie they just did, her and Denzel Washington's son, what's his name? Is it John David Washington? Um, they just did a movie, and I think that also wasn't nominated. Like at this point, what, I, what, what do you want from me? <laughs> Y'all killing me with this shit, man. <laughs> so, I can't. Well, I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, so then to shift the conversation a little bit, why are these people getting snubbed? Um, no, kidding. <laughs> The sub-question to that is you, you bring up a lot about the culture being moved. Whose culture, though? And are we... The fucking are, world. Hold on, hold on. Let me tight. I'm not asking this question. I want to make sure I make it clear. I am not asking this question because it is my belief. I'm asking this question to start conversation. Um, are we making our cultural impact bigger than what it really is because it <laughs> because from what i've learned in the past year or so of podcasting and stuff like that and also which supported what i've learned in the past four to five years traveling around the country and meeting new types of people and stuff like that the world is bigger than black america is it much bigger are you sure what i mean by that is, <laughs> I mean, is what i mean by that because then i want all my shit back <laughs> i want all my in, in in honor of all black people i want all our i'm shit not back. saying that people are not stealing our shit i'm just saying that there's 
stuff going on inside of Black America that we don't know about. That's very true. Right. So with that being said, and what I want to shit that. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, with that being said, for example, right? Let me give you podcast an example. Joe Budden podcast. When you think about Black podcasts, that's top five, it's top tier, right? Okay. Now, Joe Rogan podcast, right? To White America is top tier, right? So if they say there was a podcast award, the Joe Rogan podcast would win. And we'd be looking like, how the fuck is Joe Budden podcast not being nominated? And at the same time, it's like, does it have, like, is there, okay, what I want to know is the Joe Rogan podcast, and I'm using this as a, as a filler for just white content in general. Does that make sense? Okay. Right? And the Joe Budden podcast as a filler for just black content. Is the Joe Rogan podcast transcending all cultures and the Joe Budden podcast is staying in black culture? Or is, or is it truly just white content is just getting the, the nod and black content is not? I think sometimes that's hard for me to answer because especially when... Not necessarily Joe Rogan's podcast, but especially when our content or our style or our ideas are copied and, you know, remixed and then produced in a different way. It's really hard for me to say, like, oh, is it because of all culture or our culture, right? I pay attention to my culture because that's my culture and that's what I care about, right? Um and then I see my culture is being, because I was going to say seeped, but it's not seeping anywhere. It's being stolen and then implemented <laughs> in other places. So it's hard for me to say, like, is it this or is it that? My thing is, like, if you want to go based off of numbers, okay, I guess maybe the Joe Rogan. I can't tell you what their their numbers look like. If you if they say that they have more than Joe Button, then that's fine. Um, but what I do know is every time the Joe Budden podcast goes somewhere, they are the number one on that, <laughs> on that list, right? Outside of whatever Joe, again, I don't know what Joe Rogan does. So I can't tell you. Um, but what I can say is that anytime certain episodes drop or anytime certain movies drop and anytime there is something that involves Black people, I can tell you it's trending. I can tell yeah, you it's notable. True. I can tell you it's being talked about. I can tell you that not only is it being talked about in our spaces, but in other spaces, I can tell you when I'm on TikTok, how many times I see people talk about those things, I can tell you, you know, what what I'm seeing outside of just uh, our my culture, you know, the Black community in general. Um, so it's hard for me to say that. And, and if they're not watching, then where are they getting it from? <laughs> if they're not a part of those things, then where are they getting it from, right? If they're... Uh, seven million tweets about Nicki Minaj you can't all just be all the black people in America <laughs> right you know what I'm saying like there there's something that's happening here that you know what I mean that they're also a part of so it's not just us making it a big deal they're making it also a big deal one way or the other whether they're mad or they're not mad but that conversation is being had um and to me that's moving the culture if there's any conversation you have shifted the cult it, 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 in my opinion so i could be completely wrong there um but it's hard for me to separate because it's not only white people that listen to joe rogan right just like there's not only black people that listen to to joe button so it's it that's such a hard question in my opinion it is, it is a hard question um i also want to i want to go back to what you said about um, it's tough to make that differentiation because for white content, a lot of times it's appropriating or stealing from something else, right? Right. So if you go back to the origins of uh, a lot of everything right now is debate culture, debate content, right? 
the origins of a lot of that is from black people. So we see all these like debate shows. You know what I started? First take. Mm-hmm. Every single sports show you see now with that debate format is originated by Stephen A. Smith. Right. In debate culture, right? When you talk about um like just overall like shock value, mm-hmm. we can trace that back to Star and Buck Wild from Hot 97. Right. which is back in the early 2000s. Um, for people that don't know, like that weren't in the Tri-State area, that was a radio show, like a morning show. And it was all about just controversial content. Not to take away from Howard Stern and what he did, but um, but what I can tell you for sure is like a lot, like radio, shock radio and just like a lot of that controversial stuff and stuff like that. You know, I think, oh God, I'm sorry, finish. I would say it just, it started from there. And I'm not sure who was first, like him or Howard Stern, but what I can guarantee and put my money on and my next paycheck and everything on, if I had to go back to the origins of both sides, black content was definitely more about shifting the culture change and just stepping out of the box because white people have historically been very conservative and just, but like a better time, just boring. <laughs> and yeah. that's why they always shift over to our shit because it's boring. I'm actually going to change my answer because, the, and the reason why is because I, I've seen more black people cross over into white um, spaces, right? So whether that's like pop or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, music or whether it's art and whatever, right? I've seen more quote unquote black people break over there than white people breaking over here. So if you're that great, right? Like truly that amazing. <laughs> um, I feel like I wouldn't hear about you, right? Cause you said Howard Stern. I said, well, I couldn't fucking tell you <laughs> one thing Howard Stern did. I think one of like, if you're talking about maybe like media, I think of maybe like David Letterman. Um, I know the Colbert show, you know, I'm, I'm obviously like what I like and I'm very niche in those areas, right? But I couldn't give, I couldn't tell you a Joe Rogan <laughs> episode. No, and as, I mean, honestly, like there are some things that like truly, if if it's great art, it will cross over barriers regardless. And that's why sometimes it's hard for me to answer those questions because I'm like, I oh, know art is art. But then at the same time, if it was that fucking great, wouldn't everybody hear it? Like if Howard Stern was that amazing, like wouldn't, wouldn't you, I mean, have you heard? <laughs> I, I, mean, I, wasn't, you, I just knew who it was. No, but I, I wasn't mean, allowed to listen to Okay, okay, sh- okay, sure. Um, maybe I did you watch Dr. Phil? That was available to everybody. I mean, some people watch it, some people don't. If it's a great show, it should cross over barriers, right? Like, you can't tell nobody about The Wire. It's mad motherfuckers that love The Wire. You can't tell nobody about The Sopranos. It's mad motherfuckers that love The Sopranos. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, good art is good art. Um, so t- then I would have to change my answer to no, because we fuck up the culture over and over. We, we take it, we revamp it, we give it to you, and then y'all fuck that up, and we take it back, we revamp it, we give it back, and y'all just keep doing this, the same thing over and over. So I've definitely seen more artists in any area break over if they were black into those spaces and vice versa. I really couldn't tell you what, what they do. There's only like a handful of them. I'm like, I like that one. <laughs> They're good. The only reason why a lot of times is because of their proximity to blacks. Like, Most likely. It's a lot of times when we fuck with white people, it's because, well, they seem black or they f- are good around black people. So when you think about David Letterman or something like that, whether it's interviewing white people or interviewing black people, David Letterman is just cool, it's just great, and you know that's what allows him to transcend and things like that. When you think about Joe Rogan. I think Fear Factor. Yeah. Because it came on at 
10 p.m. and right. I didn't have cable at the time, and <laughs> there was nothing else to watch. <laughs> from what I understand, what you talk about this show, it's problematic. So therefore, we not gonna know because probably not listening. Yeah, yeah. But gotcha. um, so typically where this conversation goes, and um, I think we could uh, start wrapping things up here at this point. Um, where this conversation usually goes is you kind of touched on it before, like. Why are we like still giving these people? Why are we still caping for them? Why do we still want their war? Let's get our own stuff, right? And it's like, okay, that's too simple, right? We obviously know the reason why we want those awards. We want recognition for our things and also because of the payout that it provides and, and all those things, right? Because at the end of the day, we are still in their system. Right. That's what we operate in right now. But I want to make this conversation bigger than Hollywood and just content and things like that, right? So for the average Joe and uh, Josephina, right? <laughs> right? Uh, our version of Golden Globes is getting that six-figure job at the white corporation. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Wait, like, what? Yeah, I guess. Our, I'm sorry. I was like, not, a, not, not dream of labor, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, once upon a time, we did. That's why we went to school. To a certain extent, like not you, maybe. I was brainwashed. Fair, still, you were still brainwashed, but the goal was go to school, get a job, right? And get a good paying job, you know, all those different types of things, right? So when I say that's our golden globe, what I mean is, is that we are striving to become, to get a piece of their pie, right? So we want their recognition, we want their payout, we want those type of things. So make it more literal for us, I want to present this to you. Like, Currently, we work at PWIs. We've always worked at PWIs. You're going to hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> We've always worked at PWIs, right? For predominantly white institutions, as opposed to working at HBCUs. I actually, okay, I actually worked at a minority serving institution for a little bit, but I left, right? So, with that being said, what keeps you from walking away from that and going towards your culture? But I feel like I, I, well, okay, I feel like I personally have. So if I take myself out of it, right? Because like I said, I don't watch the Oscars anymore, right? Like I don't watch. I'm talking about them. I'm talking about. No, 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 I understand. But I'm saying like within the context, because that's the context of the conversation, right? So I, I try to majority watch black entertainment, quite literally, right? Like I try to listen to black entertainment, um, unless it's, you know, something educational. Unfortunately, that's just like who's putting it out, right? At that time. So if you're saying, like, why don't we step away and do those things? I think Black people in general, to a certain extent, are, right? So Moving in that direction. Right, right. Because if you see, I mean, there's more Black entrepreneurs than, I mean, in history, ever in history, right? As far as we know. I mean, we weren't there back then, but, you know. I mean, but even sheer numbers of... If you have a side job, you're an entrepreneur. Not to say that you're not working for someone else also, but you also are an entrepreneur. So if you're looking at how many more educated people there are, how many more entrepreneurs there are, I mean, it's a shit ton. So to me, to a certain extent, that is a step away from white corporations and what they're doing, right? Come here. I will serve you. I will help you. I will help you grow, blah, 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 blah get my service don't go to those big companies come to me um so i would say that's one shift um i i think that we are trying to change that culture in small ways unfortunately when you have such big companies 
that control such a majority share of how things are being run right now, it's hard for us to say we don't need that. And then there's also that idea of having unity in, um, um, I'm blanking on what word I actually wanted to use, but fusing cultures together and saying like, we are one under one bubble and we should all be recognized under that. And I don't think there's anything necessarily innately wrong with that statement, but unfortunately we have to look at where we're at and what we're doing, right? Um, and I just don't know if the world is still at a place where it's ready for that kind of unity. Cause as we see, it's not, like you said, it's not only the black entertainers that are getting snubbed. Everybody's getting snubbed if you're not white, right? Um, or close enough to whiteness. Like uh, Sterling K. Brown is literally like surrounded by white people in that show. I think it's only his daughters and his wife that is the other black people. I mean, well, I never got past season one, but <laughs> like from what I can see, ain't nothing but whiteness, and he still ain't getting. That show got my vote because they had the bros on there. So. Oh, damn! Did it really? Who's the bros? No, nah, they literally had the bras on Oh, there. really? Yeah, I'm going to show you. No, you know, I wasn't watching it. But, <laughs> um, um, but like, even our proximity to, to whiteness is not enough in, the, in those areas. So I do think that there are some people who are like, well, fuck this. Like, I don't have to shop on Amazon. I can go to the, I've seen the black Pinterest and I've seen the black, you know, uh, Etsy and all this other stuff. And that shit is really dope. And they're making the moves. Unfortunately, we just don't get to see the moves because small people, small accounts, you're not going to see, mm-hmm. you know, the cultural impact it has. But it shifts. We say we don't want something. It shifts. So Golden Globes might have really low ratings this year. Maybe people really just don't give a fuck anyway because nobody's really physically showing up. Or maybe they will have people physically. I don't know. Maybe people are watching. Y'all can let us know in the comments what y'all going to do. But um, when we didn't like the Oscars, we start watching that too. So hopefully, you know, we'll see a bigger shift, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't discount what us little people are doing on a day-to-day basis to to fight the power. So Yeah. I think that um like so what my take on it is um well number one, I'm not of the belief that getting into getting into the room is going to change things. I'm not one of those people that's like I wanna you know, get into the country club or I want to get into the insert whatever white space that is so I could change it from the inside. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have ownership, you can't do shit. You are still playing within their game. So, you know, I could go I could go up as far as becoming like the fucking CEO. But if I'm not the chairman of that board, if I'm not the creator of that thing, it don't matter. How many black people have we seen get elected? mayors, governor, the fucking president mm-hmm. of the United States of America was black at one point. That still wasn't enough. And granted, it takes time, right? But we know how many limitations that uh, President Obama had and how many barriers he had simply because he was black, right? Mm-hmm. And then you add up on top of other things, you know, uh, other identities that he held that got in his way. So, um, so... For me, I, and I say this to people as, as many times as much as I can. It's like getting your foot in the door is not going to change it. It's not going to like you will move up in their system, but you will not, and you will change the the overall look of the system. You'll change the demographic of that system, but that system still stands. And, we, and one thing that we learned, well, I learned, you learned the best when they said it over and over and over. 
whiteness will always protect itself. Whiteness will always protect itself. And it will always perpetuate itself no matter what, as long as the system still stands. So when I think about like Golden Globes and things like that, it is very tough to just say like, well, fuck the Golden Globes. I don't care about getting the awards. I don't give care. You know, it's t- Jay-Z can only say that once he had damn near 10, 11 platinum albums mm-hmm. and shit like that. So yeah, you have the luxury of saying that now. But can you say that to 21 Savage or Lil Baby or up, insert up and coming artists? It took Drake some time to get to that point, right? It, it took everybody time. You had to get to a certain point of stardom to be able to just say, fuck the system. But for again, for the average Joes and Josephinas and, you know, things like that, like it, it, it's not that easy for us. But what I will say to that is you're going to struggle regardless. So you might as well just emancipate yourself now. And just start going in your own <laughs> direction and, and free yourself of that pressure to perform for NASA. I <laughs> that sounds like really nice. <laughs> it does. Like it sounds really great. Um and as an African American, right? Because I know you are technically one, but you also don't operate as one, right? Like you very much so are ingrained in your Haitian culture. Mm-hmm. That is a very, I mean, I'm trying to say this as politically correct as possible. That is a very outsider-ish looking in type of, uh, type of perspective. And bear with me, right? Because when I think, of, like when you were talking, I immediately thought of Tulsa. Yes. And how we emancipated ourselves, and they literally bombed the city. Yes. <laughs> and not just Tulsa, but there's a thousand, literally a thousands of other examples of that, right? Um, so it is true. Yes, we should do our best to do to make our own, and recognizing that there's way less safety there. Right. So you would be asking people to literally put their lives on the line because those corporations, I mean, the literal government killed half of the civil rights leaders <laughs> and, the, you know, in the 60s. Right. Um, so, like, it sounds good and recognizing the threat that is our literally our lives. Um, also, I can't all the way say that the system, the system is fucked. But I also have seen people do amazing things within that system, right? So I don't know if there's a monolith way of getting to that goal. I think there's a little bit of both that has to happen, right? Because I don't think that the way the country is set up is all the way wrong. You know, there's some blatantly things that need to be fixed. But I've seen, I mean, look at Stacey Abrams, right? Like, Shorty did the damn thing, like, within the system, right? Um, and so I can't, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on those people who have done so much in their communities. Right. Cause I think sometimes when we think of these things, we think on such a global or even a nation or national scale. Right. But there's so many things within the system that have been changed to improve things. And unfortunately, like you said, yes, whiteness will protect itself until we have enough to take over that. I think we can do both, right? Um, for the safety of our people, 
and the generations after that. It's hard. It's hard. Because the first thing I thought of was literally fear. I would do it. But that's scary, right? To think that literally somebody can just bust into my door and shoot me while I'm sleeping. And that's just one officer. You know how many other people who will uphold the hell out of the system? And we don't have... Everybody who ain't white ain't our ally either. We saw what happened in uh, in New York a few months ago, back when all this wild shit was happening. What was that? I want to say flat. It wasn't Flatbush, was it? What was it? I don't remember the area it was where the I think it was right next community was literally like uh, running black people out of their <laughs> out of their like community. So you know. It's tough, but I do hear you, and I think that what you said has a lot of merit. Um, it's, but I think that that cultural background there is, it's scary. So, I mean, great. That's about it. Yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed our episode. I think it, it stopped being a short a little long a while ago, <laughs> but it is what it is. I hope y'all got something from it. I hope that um, you know, at least alleviated some of the frustration, anger of some people that really are tied to some of these shows. You know what I mean? So I hope you did that. But um, so wrap it up. If you made it to this point, one of two things is happening. Right? Oh, yes. One, you listen to the whole thing. Whole thing. And we're thankful for you tuning in. Hell yeah. Or two, <laughs> you're really not listening. This is just background noise for you. So if it was the first, please remember to like, subscribe, and share this with at least one person you know that was pissed off as fuck about they show <laughs> right <laughs> or needs a glass of wine in the conversation um also check us out on instagram at the one night pod and if it was the second well thanks for the stream bye winers peace